Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're here. If you are brand new to Yoga Magic, this is a show all about self-care, self-discovery. Hopefully you just get tons of ideas for practices that you can try on, self-discovery, spirituality, ideas in the over 160 episodes that we have. Today's a little solo episode. Um, Just me coming in, sharing thoughts, unscripted, (laughs) hopefully to provide you with some insight and meet you, some of you, where you're at. Um, I'd actually had a totally different podcast, totally different episode planned for today. And as I was driving in to record and get everything ready, I realized that that's not what I meant to talk about today, actually. (laughs) And I want to be really real and authentic and vulnerable with all of you right now. So my original plan was that I wanted to talk about specific self-care practices that I have been doing in this pregnancy. Let me be clear. I have been doing all the self-care, all the good things, the massages, the meditation, the nourishing food, you know, energy work, all of it. And I think that's so important for those of you that, well, for everybody, literally, that's what I teach, right, is that self-care is so important. And there are times when self-care just isn't enough that there is something that is just tough that makes the practices, the daily routines helpful to definitely move forward, but there's still something more. And I wanted to talk about that today. And I want to talk about what that feels like and be really, really honest and vulnerable about these tougher times in life. So for those of you that are brand new to the pod or only been listening for a little bit, um, I am a full nine months, almost 10, because if you didn't know, you're pregnant for 10 months, (laughs) 10 months pregnant with my third daughter. I have had such joy being a mother. I did not want kids when I was younger, like growing up. I was like, I don't I still don't like really love kids. I love my kids. I'm obsessed with my kids. But like the idea of children, they're like they're kind of loud They're sticky. I don't know. just being honest here. But when I decided to become a mother, I my life changed and my eyes opened and I really stepped into the person that I am today. It really shaped my spiritual path. It created abundance, created joy. And I am so grateful for that role that I have in my life. Um, about a year ago, we, my husband and I tried for our third. We were very excited and planned, ready to go. And we got pregnant right away. We've had such such joy and luck in that fertility space. Um, and sadly, about eight, between eight and 12 through that, that entire process, weeks in, um, we found out we had twins and we lost them both. And this was something that I just like didn't even fathom that would come my way. I'm very aware that miscarriage is very common. But, you know, you kind of live in this like bubble of, for me, this good things, right? Like life is great all the time. And it really came unexpectedly and it really sideswiped me. And it taught me a lot about fear, taught me a lot about understanding that like life is really vulnerable. And it taught me a lot about grief. And I'm, you know, the lessons for me are my lessons. And are there lessons in every loss? 
no. And I hope that doesn't sound like I'm saying all good things come out of tough journeys. But for me, it was it was a lesson. And I'm really grateful for what the twins brought me in that experience. So fast forward to now, um, we, well, I guess in the fall, decided, or we didn't actually decide, this sort of just happened, <laughs> truthfully, got pregnant again. And I was I was really like content with not having more children. So this felt new and a little bit unexpected and a little bit out of control. And I realized that I was really still had some 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 healing. I still had a lot of healing to do in this area of fear and control. And so <laughs> this particular last year last nine months have been the biggest the most ultimate test in these parts of myself in these shadows that I am really wanting to to work on and I say this and I bring this all up because there are times when we are in our magnetic abundance, where we are rocking our practices, we're rocking our self-care, we're magnetizing all the, the opportunities our ways. And there are other times when that is not what is happening, right? That there are times where the daily rituals, they keep us, they just literally just keep us moving one step forward. And that's been the last year for me. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have children. I know so many people struggle with fertility and I have been so blessed to have two and now three. And yet I'm not one of those people who does very well while pregnant. I just really struggle <laughs> mostly because it's so out of control. The things that are happening to my body, the things that are happening emotionally, you know, hormonally are completely out of my control. And I love a good control, right? Capricorn moon here. So the things I can control are those self-care practices. And believe me, I've had so many amazing practices. For those of you that have asked, I promise you, I still have a pregnancy um, self-care resource for you. I'm going to put something together, probably an Instagram post, maybe even like a guide on pregnancy self-care so that you can take those and run with them. But I wanted to get into just a little bit deeper layer of self-care and when it's not enough, when there's something else there that potentially is holding us back or asking us to sit and reflect or asking us to work through our challenges, because that's really what I've been experiencing. So what I realized um, now at the end of this journey, this very like challenging journey, is that I still have a lot of fear. I still have a lot of fear that have come out of that experience of loss. And I still feel this like pressure or almost escapism to want to control every little detail in order to overcome this fear. I'll give some examples of this, this tendency to want to over control. Right now, baby girl is breach and she has been breached for a long time frankly, she may stay breech and we might have to have a C-section. And that's maddening to me. That's a bummer to me. And what I've learned or what I've been kind of fixating on over the last several weeks is, is trying to get her to flip, right? Like doing all the inversions, doing acupuncture, going to the chiropractor, all these things that like I think I can get her to flip. And ultimately, 
you know, she's she's her own person. She's going to do what she she wants. And I have to trust that. I have to learn that. So that's one example of like I'm giving up so much control and that is triggering. That is hard. Another example is when you know, in my experience, there's been so much about this this journey that's been really like painful and I mean like physically painful first trimester was tons of awful awful um, nausea as many of us experience second trimester um, was swelling and just kind of like out of control weight gain that I did not expected or experienced before and now in this final trimester I'm, I'm dealing with something called carpal tunnel where the nerves in your hands um, make your hands go numb and it can be really painful. So I can't even really do a lot of work on the computer at the moment. So these things like are so normal. They're so normal for many of us. If you're listening and you've been pregnant before, you know these are things that happen. And yet I, I'm trying to like fix it and control it and make it better and self-care my way out of it. And the truth is, is I just can't. I cannot. And that is a lesson, a lesson that I am figuring out right now. I wanted to bring this up because there are times in our lives where we are just, we can't self-care our way out of the tough. What we can do is keep moving forward. What we can do is take each step day to day where, you know, we do the things that keep us going. And what that allows us to do is be more resilient, is know that when things do get a little bit easier for me, when baby is here, when some of these symptoms have gone away, when I feel that sense of safety once again, and I don't know when that's going to be, that might not be for a while, but I have the continuous dedication to practices and I feel that that will allow me to step into even more abundance. And I've seen it before. Coming out of tough times, we often experience abundance. We experience that growth. So all of that little background to say that self-care, don't give up on those practices, those daily routines. But also know that at times, self-care just might not be enough, that there is something underlying that needs to be addressed and for me, again, it was fear and it was control. For you, it might be, you know, a toxic relationship. It might be a job that is not fulfilling you. And you can self-care every day. You can take those bubble baths. You can journal. You can go on your daily walks. But ultimately, you have to know, is there something bigger than this that I can either wait out or can I fix it now? Can I make the necessary changes? And that takes some bravery, friends. Like that takes some serious bravery, some honesty with yourself. What we're learning in the Scorpio Taurus axis right now in the lunar nodes is that ultimately we have to have the tough. We have to have the Scorpio, the grief, the loss, the death in order to move towards the Taurus, the pleasure, the joy, the amazingly sensual parts of life. They, they go hand in hand. And do we need to sit and ruminate in the negative? Ruminate? I shouldn't even say negative because it's not negative, it's just part of life. Do we have to sit and ruminate in grief? No, no. And do we have to have perfect 
like luxurious lives all the time? No, they go hand in hand. And the nuance of these experiences, the nuance of these times where there's so much joy, there's so much joy in life, but ultimately it's still flipping hard, makes that life that much more real. So in conclusion, and just again, a brain dump, a shorty little episode to brain dump with all of you, is that if you're someone who really is in touch with your self-care practices, someone like me who does the work, who is committed to personal growth and is committed to myself and, and being able to fill up my own cup in order to pour from it for others, if you're still feeling like there's something more, trust that. Trust that and go down that rabbit hole and do the self-study. So what I have done and really like what got me here today to kind of be on the tail end of this particular navigation is that I'm working with a coach and we really we really tapped into this, into this like, oh, wow, like this fear, this like fear of loss, this fear of lack of control is very time consuming. It's taking up so much of your energy that it's it's really hard to move forward right now. And what you can do is recognize that fear, see it. Maybe for you, it's like recognizing something is not as it should be or is not in that aligned self, just recognizing it first. And then being able to decide whether or not it's important to take action right now. Can you do something about it? Is this helpful information? Right? Is my fear that I'm going to eat <laughs> this is a real fear that comes up. Like I'm going to eat smoked salmon and then get listeria and then my baby's going to be affected. Like, is that a helpful fear right now? No. Did I eat some smoked salmon during this pregnancy? Heck yes, deliciousness. But does it help for me to like ruminate on it? No. What action can I take? Well, if it makes me paranoid, then maybe just avoid it, right? Avoid it for the next couple of months. I know this all sounds so trivial, but I think a lot of us expect in the Instagram of it all that we will be able to immediately fix or immediately come out of out of a rut or we'll be able to get back into our aligned selves pretty quickly. And that just isn't the truth. There's so much work that needs to be done to get there, but you can get there, especially when you're honest with yourself about what is the real issue here? What is keeping me from that higher aligned self? Don't give up on your practices. Don't stop them, but know that there might be something more there. And Therapy, coaching, self-study, meditation, those are some great ways to tap into it. Ultimately, you have the answer. You all have the answer. What is it that is still there that needs to be unearthed? What needs to be brought to the light in order to step into that state of pleasure and joy? So thank you for letting me rant, everyone, on this more vulnerable topic. Um, definitely some self-care tips on pregnancy to share with you, perhaps in a separate episode or even just an Instagram post. It's coming your way. But I wanted to just get, again, really honest about when sometimes there's just something else, when there's a little bit more. If this resonates with you, if this is like, oh, okay, yeah, Ashley, like, I feel you on this. Shoot me a DM. Let me know how you feel. Um, I'd love to just share and like hold space for that too because 
when we see other people navigating similar things to us, it, we feel so much less alone, right? We're all in this together. Thank you so much for being here, friends. Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully by the next episode that airs, Baby Girl will be here. And it'll be a whole new set of challenges and lessons that I'm so grateful for. That's what makes this life so amazingly beautiful and magical is that we get to experience the full range, the good and the challenging. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I will be back on Thursday with a full-length episode. And in the meantime, make sure you're following along at Yoga Magic, at, yeah, at Yoga Magic Podcast. And I'm at Ashley.Sondergaard.